I mean, a lot of these girls, yeah, they're fucking virgins. Yeah, they're virgins until they get married, and they're very adamant about it. Now, I have actually met Ukrainian girls who said they were virgins. Experience. and welcome to another vodka podcast with me, Connor Klein. This is the Zara Experience, and uh, I normally always in this uh, park by the opera, the Ballet Royal Park. I normally get a few distractions from children, from cats. Uh, now we got motorbikes behind us today, and a bit of a detsky sad. Uh, it's October. I'm still out in. Well, I got my Zara Experience t-shirt on. The weather has been phenomenal basically here. It's still an Indian summer. Not sure for how much longer we're gonna get it. And that gives you a little tiny, tiny bit of an indication what this video is gonna be about. I will, reacting, I will be reacting to a, a video by another YouTuber, which the title was, Why Western Men Should Move to Ukraine. And uh, definitely the weather at uh, this time you're in the south of Ukraine is an extra reason it didn't come up in this video. But this is uh, an extension of the last two vodkas. I'll, of course, as always, link them up in cards and down below in the description where I was dealing a little bit with the depiction of dating in Eastern Europe. So countries like Russia, Ukraine and Belarus versus the West and particularly how MGTOW or men going on the way, which is a subset of red pill philosophy. Uh, so today's video I'm going to review, I'm going to react to a video from Coach Red Pill so you can understand that he is a major figure in the world, online world of Red Pill philosophy, at least a major figure on YouTube because he has a lot of subscribers and his videos get a lot of views. So I'm going to be reacting to this. Now when I saw the title I thought, hell yeah, I'm going to agree with everything in this video. But actually, as you're going to see with my reaction, because obviously I've already watched it to pick it out for you. I actually agreed with very little, surprisingly, surprisingly. So I have read the comments also underneath the previous two videos, the last two weeks vodcast that will incorporate a little bit of reaction to that also when I'm reacting to this one. So let me start just before I play the video, which also I'll link the full thing below in the description for you. Describe who exactly is this coach Red Bull. Now, his name is Gonzalo Lira. He's American, I believe American Chilean maybe. He, he, depict, well, he talks about on his own channel, I watched a few of his videos, not just this one. And um, he grew up for a time in Chile. So he's a, a filmmaker originally, and now he has a channel where he tries to advise young men in the West about dating. And it's, not, it's a little bit political as well, his channel. So he's a massive following online. Let me actually just go and see how many subscribers he has. It should tell me here underneath. Yeah, he has 250, over 250,000 subscribers and his videos like this one, uh, it's over a year old, but it has 115,000 views. So it's reasonably popular as well. Not super viral, but definitely popular and obviously on point for the content of my channel. That's why I'm gonna to react to it in today's video. So he, in this video, he also talks about a little bit of his personal life and he is, married to a Ukrainian woman. Uh, he's living in Kharkiv, which is in the east of Ukraine. And he does say in this video that he didn't actually meet his wife in Ukraine. So he actually seems from the video, he's never actually been single and dating in Ukraine. He actually moved in part because his wife happens to be Ukrainian. And um, he met her through friends in Germany. And I think this is very important actually 
his understanding or interpretation or lack of of the dating culture here in Eastern Europe, the fact that he did not actually come here and go dating himself, which is part of his advice as you see in the video. So let's get into it. I'm super excited to react to this one. There's this guy I met at the New York meetup back in January, a guy called Peter, great guy, an airline pilot. And because he's an airline pilot, he was able to fly out here to Kharkov in Ukraine and uh, we hung out. Yeah, terrific guy. Just salt of the earth. We hit it off. We had a great time. Anyway, the, the point is, see, he came out here and he was here just for a few days and he met a ton of girls. Yeah. I mean, he, he was making the effort, of course. He went out there, he put himself out there, you know, and a couple of times I was his wingman, you know, and talking up different, different girls and what have you. And uh, yeah, he's a fairly good looking guy. Well, kind of good looking, I guess. I'm teasing Peter. But uh, he, he was an all right looking guy. You know, he had a little bit of game, you know, and, and he met some nice girls. Yeah, he got some addresses, he got some numbers, he got second dates, you know, and he was here just for a few uh, days, right? And it got me thinking, yeah, that more guys in the West should come out here to the Ukraine. Okay, so there he's outlined what he's going to advise you based on he had a, what it seems like a fan of his channel who came out to Kharkov. Uh, that was pretty, if, if you are a fan of YouTube, I guess flying out to see them is a good thing to do, to get some face time with them. And they basically went out and socialized a little bit in Kharkov in the east of Ukraine. Now he doesn't say whether he speaks Russian, by the way, or Ukrainian, or this Peter guy speaks uh, Russian or Ukraine. This is an important factor because how you will be interpreted, uh, especially if you have no experience in this region, you don't speak the language. Of course, as you've seen in my other content, you leave yourself open, unfortunately, been targeted by a lot of disingenuous scammers, right? So this is the first thing. But I will say that he's, he set the frame. It went out. I find it a little bit odd that he has based his advice about coming out or the idea he got that more mentioned from the West should come here based on the fact that he met, I think he said, nice girls. And uh, he got addresses and the second date. Now, anyone who's been here in the dating trenches of Eastern Europe knows that getting a date is not the issue in Ukraine because there are scores of scammers who will target naive foreigners who are coming here, naive Westerners on social, well, not necessarily social media, we'll say dating apps or in person if they're hanging out at a place that tends to be very touristic uh, or some, they're from a dating agency, a disingenuous dating agency or somewhere else online. And that they will basically go on loads of dates with them because they're trying to milk them for money, right? They're trying to rob them if they're scammers. So that is a metric already to say he got numbers basically well, I guess that's what you mean by addresses and second dates it's a very poor metric you do not want to be judging your success based on getting second dates because that doesn't tell you anything now I wasn't there I can't see what these girls were like obviously and whether they were generally interested but already it's not starting off really from the point of view someone who has a lot of experience himself going through obviously uh, those bad experiences where you meet the scammers, learning from it and then moving on. The frame has been sent very weak here. So anyways, let's go on and continue with the video. 
Yeah. Not just to Ukraine, of course, but to Eastern Europe. I mean, uh, Ukraine, Belarus, uh, the Baltic uh, countries, you know, uh, Hungary, you know, in all these countries, see, uh, the countries that are not Western Europe or the uh, United States and Canada, right? See, th things are very, very different insofar as the sexual marketplace is concerned. Now, he's thrown, he's lumped together Ukraine, Belarus, I presume Russia also, along with the Baltic states and Hungary, and classify them all as Eastern European. Now, I'm always very clear when I'm, that I'm talking about Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus, because I see them obviously having some differences between them, but there's a lot of overlap in terms of commonality. Less so with the Baltics today. Uh, they've taken a very different cultural direction over the last 30 years, as well as political direction. And I don't think the dating scene is going to be the same as it is going to be here in Ukraine. Hungary, I find out in Hungary a lot. Because <laughs> when my friends used to work uh, at the US Embassy in Budapest, I went there on many trips. There is very little in common with going out and dating in Budapest, the capital of Hungary, and coming here to Odessa or going to Minsk or going to Moscow. So a bit strangely, he tried to lump them all together. It just suggests that he doesn't really understand the differences between them and that there isn't actually a significant enough overlap in my opinion to put them all together now it's mainly because he threw in a central european country which is hungry there but fine let's go on and see what else he says things are radically different and it bears mentioning i mean it's something that guys in the west should be thinking about especially if they don't want to Frankly, if they don't want to become incels, if they, if they actually want to have a family and build something, they should be looking east. So, actually, he's talking to incels. Now, I'm assuming you are not an incel. If you don't know what an incel is, it's like involuntary celibate. So, this is also part of, we'll say, the manosphere. you got red pill philosophy, then you have, well, red pill. So, it comes from the matrix. And then you have the black pill or incels where basically they think they're not worthy of having relationships with women. To summarize it, so the guys have given up completely that they could possibly have enough value for a woman to want to sleep with them. So that's who he's talking to. I think someone who's an incel really needs to work on themselves a lot before they go and fly out to Eastern Europe. Basically in desperation, hoping things are going to be different. And that's why I talked about the last video about women are not unicorns here. If you have a super weak frame and you're not able to keep that frame, a very strong masculine frame, that was one of the comments underneath the last video, then what makes you think when you come out to a different country like Eastern Europe, probably not speaking Russian or Ukrainian, that you're going to be able to keep that frame? It will be even harder to keep that frame. So I think for these kind of guys, whew, yeah. I don't see it working, but okay. Again, let's continue. Because let's face it, you know, uh, the United States, the Western democracies, they're in a decadent phase, right? They're in a decadent phase, and the sexual marketplace is completely skewed against normal, wholesome, decent guys. Yeah, because what's happening is that since the, the sexual marketplace has become completely deregulated in the Western democracies, you know, you have 80% of the women chasing the top 15, 20% of the guys. And the other 80, 85% of the guys are left with nothing. And these guys are, are they're, they're not defective. 
On the contrary, they've got a lot of qualities, a lot of things going for them, but they don't have the obvious qualities. They, they don't have the looks. They don't have the, the, the smooth banter or some shit like that, right? They're hardworking, decent, moral people, guys who want to build a family, have a bunch of children who would make terrific fathers, terrific husbands. But right now, because of this deregulated sexual marketplace, the girls are chasing after, you know, the Instagram boys, uh, goi, guys, goi, guys who are superficially handsome, superficially attractive. Yeah. So basically it's framed it that the deregulated sexual marketplace says basically women um, have the opportunity to have many sexual partners, be promiscuous and not be, shall we say, slut shamed uh, as much as in the past. So basically don't have as much of a downside and they have birth control so they can do that without the risk of pregnancy as much as in the past, obviously if you didn't have that. And he seems to think this is going to be very different to Eastern Europe. Now if he thinks that, I don't know, that the, the, the majority of women here don't want the top guys. That's very strange. And second of all, why shouldn't they want the top guys? Now, maybe their criteria for evaluating who are the top guys is going to be different. But uh, first of all, do 80% of the girls here want the top 15% of guys? And do they pursue them? Uh, possibly, if they have access to them. And here, wealth is a lot more concentrated, shall we say, if we take that as one of the indicators of what's going to make a guy desirable. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure it's going to be that different. Not be sure. I think the criteria are going to be quite different, what they use to assess who's going to be uh, the top 15% of guys they should be chasing. And he's right, that looks definitely are not a main priority for women here. That I agree with. So the Instagram boy looking hot, handsome, is going to be less... Uh, important here in general and I'd have another video about that and about you know the how women in Eastern Europe rank guys or what priorities they put on the characteristics of guys so again I'll link that up above in the card down below in the description um, but to say they don't want to pursue the top guys not really convinced by that so far but who don't have anything in so far as long-term virtues you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because you see, that's what happens in decadent societies. Societies where uh, uh, the situation is such that the richness of the society allows women to fritter away their lives in the pursuit of hedonistic pleasure. Yeah, hedonistic and sexual pleasure. Yeah, they have no interest in forming families. They have no interest in, in, in settling down, quote unquote. They just want to have a good time, right? That's what happens in decadent countries, in countries that are circling the drain, which is what's going on in the Western democracies. But see, in Eastern Europe, the Eastern European countries that I mentioned, right, they're poor. Yeah? They're, they're, they're not rich enough to be able to support these single mothers. Oof. Okay, so he's framed it that Eastern Europe is too poor to be able to support single mothers. Definitely the state is in less of a position here to help anyone. It is poor, dramatically poor here than it's going to be an average in Western Europe and in North America. Now that doesn't mean that the women don't have access to guys who are rich. There's something called Instagram, the internet, dating sites, um, Tinder. Uh, they can find guys in other countries who have those that money. Here in Ukraine, they have visa-free to Schengen six months of the year. They can go travel there. So to say that they don't necessarily have access to those guys, they're all trapped here. 
that's not the case. Maybe that was the case 20 years ago, 15 years ago. This I would say, but today, not seeing it. Also, single moms. There are a lot of single moms in Ukraine. You know why? It's in another one of my vodkas recently, again, up above and below. The divorce rate here is even higher than in the West. It's 60% of all marriages. And the single mom ratio is about the same. So whether the state can subsidize them or not, or family law, meaning that the guy pays <clears throat> a lot of um, child support, or he can actually be successfully uh, pursued for child support, which happens more in the West, it doesn't stop the number of single moms. Um, you could say that they get married first and then divorced, uh, more likely than not having been married to the, to the guy who they had a child with. That seems a fair assumption, but they say they don't have single moms, or well, he, say, he actually said to be fair that they can't support the single moms. Okay, they definitely can't, uh, that's for sure, but doesn't mean they don't have a lot of them as well. And so these women, what do they have to do? They, they all naturally have to gravitate and find a dependable man, a man who will provide for them, provide for the children that they have together. And so these women, what happens with them? Oh, very easy. It's something quite obvious. And Peter and I discussed it, as a matter of fact. See, these women, they act like women. They are feminine. They are solicitous. They are interested in men. They are not interested in, in casual hookups and, and one-night stands, no, no matter what uh, the people in the Western democracies might s say, right? Uh, girls here in Ukraine, yeah, they want to find a guy. They want to find a guy to have a family. And they're thinking this when they're young, when they're 21, 22. Yeah, a lot of these girls go to university to find a husband. <sighs> Okay, so first of all, no one night stands in Ukraine. This guy's never been out and successfully partied in Ukraine, if he actually thinks that. Uh, believe me, there are lots of one night stands in Ukraine. Now, does that mean there are as many, say, as in Western Europe or North America? Probably a little less, I would say, compared to Ireland, the UK, uh, the US. The US is a big place, we will say, overall. Uh, but having lived in... Um, some of those places and having spent a lot of time in them overall I would say yes it's a little bit more likely than here especially if you don't know what you're doing when you come over uh, definitely you're not going to have any sort of success if you don't know what you're doing anyways but one night one night stands uh, not a huge difference and the whole idea they don't they don't do them complete rubbish okay are they going to university to find a husband I have never heard that personally um, are they interested in having families? Yes, but I, are women in the West also interested in having families? In general, yes, as well. Um, maybe they're less successful at keeping them, but again, here, the divorce rate is 60%, so is that a, you know, I, I'm a bit confused. If the divorce is 60%, and it's 80% initiated by the women, by the way, so it's not like their husbands leave them, they leave their husbands, at least they initiate the divorce to get it legalized anyways, if they have split up. So, other than the fact that still in general they tend to get married a bit younger, this part is true, they're thinking about it younger for sure, uh, but that is changing as well. As I said in that uh, video on the divorce rate, uh, women in Russia now start to get married basically very late 20s, early 30s, and I can see that myself compared to 10 years ago, especially from a big city and they have been educated, unlike what he says about university. They get educated, they go work, and then maybe in their late 20s they get married. You see that more? I would 
you know, if I think about girls here in Odessa that I know, um, who are very beautiful, have a lot of options, are maybe between 20 and 25. There's a couple who are engaged that I know. They tend to be from the smaller towns who move to Odessa. Uh, the girls I know who are from Odessa in that realm of society, uh, absolutely none of them are married even between 25 and 30. So they were only thinking about it late 20s again. So it just doesn't hold true uh, in my experience. Anyways, let's move on. Th that's the point. They, they don't want to work. They want to have babies and they want to have a happy life. There are definitely a lot of Ukrainian women who don't want to work, but it's not necessarily because they want to have babies. They want to simp to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. A happy life with an objective, the objective being to raise a family where she can find satisfaction, which is exactly what so many guys in the West, presumably, maybe even you, that's what the guys in the West want. But the Western women don't want that. So if Western women don't want this, and Eastern women do, what the fuck should you do? That's quite obvious. Move to Eastern Europe. So it is true that women here definitely prioritize child rearing more than their male partners in the first few years. So they are more willing to give up the, in my experience and what I see and when lots of women that I talk to here, they're more willing to prioritize that than in general in the West from what, I, from what I've seen. So that is true, but it's not like they all go to university to find a husband and then just pop out four or five kids and that's their whole objective in life. Uh, and especially the kind of women who are targeting foreigners and don't speak the languages who are naive or arrive, whether they're incels or they're not incels, they are not talking to those guys for that reason. They're talking to them, milk them of money to fleece them. So you need to be very careful about this. But his overall conclusion, what should you do? What should you do? Move to Eastern Europe? Yeah, hell yeah. And I endorse completely. I mean, like, I'm in touch with a lot of young guys in the West. And I've been telling them that the smart thing to do is learn Russian, and uh, which is Russian is the lingua franca of Eastern Europe. Come out to uh, Ukraine or Belarus or wherever. Stay at some Airbnb. I mean, it's dirt cheap. It's like $15 a night. So learn Russian 100%. He has that nailed. You can use it all over Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine. Not so much in the west of Ukraine, but that's just a minor point. Uh, and then stay in the Airbnb. That's, that's what I do. That's what I did when I came out here first as well. Okay, he says $15 a night for an Airbnb, but like, <laughs> do you get your own... Apartment, definitely not for $15 a night. 15 US dollars will not get you anything. Uh, maybe in the depths of winter in a really crappy apartment, not in the center. Maybe you can get $15 a night. Maybe if you negotiate, but that's not typical. Like if you were to come in the summer, obviously 2020 has been destroyed in terms of foreign tourism because foreigners couldn't come here. So the prices were lower, but I remember seeing on a lot of weekends, minimum in Odessa in the center for anything. It's like, 60 US dollars, 50 euros. And uh, that's without the foreigners here. So it's not really realistic. Come out here and explore it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is so cheap to travel. It is so cheap to find a place to stay in Eastern Europe. Why wouldn't you? Why would you just lock yourself in the Western option? So I completely agree with him here. It's not working out for you, so you want to aspire to try something different, then come here. So definitely, 
you should be considering to move here. And actually at the moment I have been running a high level consultation group. I'll tell you more about that at the end of this video. And it's basically for guys who are serious, high level guys who are serious about moving here to Ukraine for three to 12 months here. So definitely endorse his message. A girl who has not fucked a hundred guys before she finished college. Uh, a girl who is just, you know, likely has done at least one porn. Yeah, because like, th that's something that I'm starting to, to discover that I find shocking that a lot of girls have done porn movies that are out there on the internet. And it, like, as if it were a rite of passage, it's fucking decadent, right? You don't see that in Eastern Europe. Oh no. Ah. All women in the West are doing pornos? Interesting as a claim. Okay, he said that it's quite common. He said they fucked at least 100 guys before they leave university. And is that not the case here? Again, I said one night stands are a little bit rarer for sure, but they, they happen. Uh, do our girls here less promiscuous? Probably on average, yes, but to put it as they only have one guy and these women in the West of 100, that's just not the case at all. But probably on average, they have a little bit less. And he doesn't think any Ukrainian girls do porn. He's obviously never heard, never heard of OnlyFans, which has come up and been very popular with girls who are open to that kind of stuff here in Ukraine. And there's all this webcam stuff and in between doing a porno, a porno, it's not very clear what he means. Does he mean like soft porn, like doing nudity um, and maybe what's known video chat um, with these new platforms? They're extremely common here as well. Uh, you can see a lot of Instagram, uh, a lot of girls who fly abroad for prostitution, um, also very prevalent. So, and also prostitute themselves here too. Foreigners who come with money or local rich men. So is it a lot less the situation? He says the West is decadent and here is not. Now, everything is globalizing. They have the same access to information. They have social media. They have Instagram, man. I, I don't know. I don't think he understands what it's like here. But there is a little bit of truth that it's not maybe as extreme as in many Western countries. But if you were to go to Sicily, I don't know, in the south of it, you think all the girls are doing porno? I, I don't think so, man. <laughs> I'm not buying into that. So just depends also where you are in the West. I mean, a lot of these girls, yeah, they're fucking virgins. Yeah, they're virgins until they get married and they're very adamant about it. Now, I have actually met Ukrainian girls who said they were virgins. I'm going to go with believing them, whether it was true or not. It's happened to me at least twice. And, but we did not get married. So they had sex with me when it, well before the wedding day. So obviously it wasn't with me. So these girls were... Um, we'll say there were over 18 all of them just to be clear about that and yeah they were the oldest was 21 so yeah it happens now it can also happen in the west I've also said with girls who were virgins back in the day who were about the same age so do I see a big difference <sighs> no I mean he just seems to think that they're all virgins waiting for their marriage or he seems to think it's extremely common this is not the case. Why wouldn't you go to a place where the women, the young women who are around, want what you want? Huh? 
Now it should go without mentioning, but I'll just say it just to be absolutely clear. See, I'm not getting any kind of like uh, sponsorship deal from the government of Ukraine or Belarus. Look at how women are uh, uh, completely indoctrinated into the notion that they must have a career. Does he think no Ukrainian women have a career? Most Ukrainian women have a career. <laughs> I don't know. Did you look at the employment stats? They're all unemployed. Like there are a certain stereotype of a girl who is, I guess, effectively has no career, but she's living off guys somehow uh, and traveling around the world. We call them travel girls. So maybe this is what he means. But I don't think that's who he's trying to advocate to his incel followers. Even though whenever women interrupt their career in order to take care of some family member for whatever emergency reason, 66% of those women don't want to go back into the workforce once the emergency is done because they find so much satisfaction in caring for their family members, satisfaction that eluded them in their work, that the they, that they, they work has lost all attractiveness to them. 66%, that's a fucking landslide, right? Again, Ukraine does have a very different economic paradigm. Not really seeing it dramatically. Russia, Belarus, Belarus was more government controlled, of course, uh, in terms of the economy, but they're only seeing their purpose to find a husband at university and get married and pop out the kids by 23. Now, for sure, he's right that obviously women are the most fertile biologically in general between 20 and 25. So this will be the optimal time, but with technology and stuff, they can still obviously have children, even when they're hitting the wall, as it said, when they their fertility starts to decline dramatically in their 30s. Um, but it's still possible to have children. So yeah, statistically, they're waiting longer, and I even see it, to get married here. And they do play the field to a certain extent. They're not all virgins. This is extremely rare, what he's uh, describing. Well, what about Eastern European men? <laughs> well, from what I understand, okay, and I could be sort of wrong, but it seems that I'm kind of right here. It seems that Eastern European men are kind of like mama's boys. That's basically the problem. They're mama's boys and they are just not getting with it, okay? They are sort of like falling for the malaise that has afflicted a lot of Western men. Video games and porn, okay? What is he talking about? Does he know any Eastern European men? Yeah, you might be wrong, like completely wrong. Ukrainian men, Russian men, in general, they tend to be master problem solvers because they have to be, because basically women just look to them to solve everything for them. Um, pfft, sitting around, just playing video games and watching porn? I don't know, man. He obviously doesn't hang out with Eastern European men. The girls in Eastern Europe are a lot more serious than the boys. The boys here are exactly that. They're boys. They're not men, okay? Uh, they're very insecure. Uh, they very much want to comply with the society around them. And people in the West don't also want to comply with the society around them? And this just seems like a nothing argument. Believe me, uh, Eastern European men, they might not have the style and maybe the looks, but as I said in my previous talk, that's not actually the highest priority here. Status, supplying some sort of value in problem solving, charisma. Um, they have quite a lot of it. <laughs> so this guy hasn't been out. I am going to actually make a video about how he can outcompete those Slavic guys. And either it will have already come out 
last video or it's going to be the next one. Not sure which one we're going to edit up, edit up first, but this is complete. This guy doesn't seem to uh, Gonzalo or Coach Red Pill as he goes by the name here. I don't really get the impression he hangs around with a lot of Eastern European men. Uh, I'm not sure if he speaks Russian, if he actually has a social circle in Kharkiv because he doesn't really seem to understand the, the society that well. Eastern European women are go-getters, but Eastern European men are probably quite naturally because of the Soviet experience. They are yes-men. They just hunker down and nod and they don't, they don't break out. They have no incentive to break out and, and a lot of disincentives, a lot of reasons why it was smart for them not to break out. And so because of it, you know, they, they kowtow to authority, they cower. They're, they're not, um, how could I put it? They're not free. That's what's going on. They're not free and they don't have the self-confidence of a man who is free. And, you know, that's a tragedy for them, but it presents an opportunity for you, uh, an opportunity, a great opportunity where you can come here and build something, right? You can come here and build a family. You can come here and build a business. This is a shitty country. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But do you think it's any worse than the United States? All right. You can come here and build a business. It's not that straightforward. <laughs> In spite of what he says, I don't see any evidence he hasn't talked about building a business himself in Ukraine but definitely there are a lot of opportunities that have been validated like business ideas that have been validated in the West that haven't arrived here so there is a little bit obviously of a lag and you could be able to exploit that that's for sure is it a shitty country not at all the roads are shitty in Ukraine but a shitty country I don't know man yeah in the United States you got all kinds of shit you got Amazon and crap and Walmart and all the rest of it right but you don't have many opportunities to build anything new because everything has already been built up on the one hand. You don't have any kinds of opportunities to find a woman with whom to build a family because of the reasons I explained before, you know, they're all indoctrinated into this bullshit, uh, you know, and they're all fucking sluts, right? Uh, you have a bunch of women here, and by the way, the, the proportion of women to men is lopsided in Eastern Europe. There are a lot more women than men. Again, this myth. I have another podcast about it. Unless you're chasing babushke, grandmothers, there are more men than women here. The gender indifference starts off with more men, so more competition for you, and then starts to change as we get older. So like. I think this, uh, the switch over age is like over 35 or something. So that's when it starts to be more women than men. So if you're aiming in the 50 year upwards, obviously this is not what he means because he's talking about women who are still fertile, fertile to have children, then that's not true. Now, it could be you could say that beautiful women <laughs> versus the West, you're going to have a lot more here. That's for sure. Three X at minimum depending where you live, it could be 10x. But to say that there are just more women than men, this is so, yeah, what to say. And they are women who want to have a family. They want what you have. And, and it's a, a land, Ukraine, Belarus, the Baltic uh, republics, uh, Hungary, Poland, where there are opportunities for you. And it's cheap. It's dirt cheap. Before I did this video, right, I checked up on Airbnb. And like I said before, you know, uh, a place to stay in just about any European, Eastern European city costs, you know, 
the cheapest ones run about 20 bucks. The most expensive ones run $60 per night, right? And if you get it for like a month, you can get a deal. I mean, th this is cheap here, okay? It's not that expensive to be here. Okay, now he seems to have gotten the prices a little bit closer to reality. Uh, a living prices, when you are actually here in Ukraine, for one guy, $1,000 a month, you live like a king. What is his idea of living like a king? Listen, it's a lot cheaper, but think about it. If you lived in Manhattan and you had 5K per month, 5,000 US dollars, would you live like a king there? Like last time I remember rent there was like about, I don't know, 3K for a nice place. I'm probably even underestimating that now. You would not live like a king. You could live and probably wouldn't be starving or homeless, but the idea, and that's with like five times the money. As I said, you can 5X your lifestyle depending course where you're living now but definitely three exit but if you want to live you know a luxurious lifestyle here it's going to be probably around a third so think about it in New York City how much money do you need to have a live like a king I would think you need would you need 15,000 US dollars a month probably maybe 20 depends what your idea of living like a king is uh, and if it's a third maybe even a fifth being very generous you would need a bike yeah what I'm saying like you're gonna need 5k to live like a king probably here uh, to live like a king now to live well 3k uh, US dollars yeah about that but a thousand what does he think this is 1991 where you you know that film um, Euro trip the spoof film where they have the diamond or they have like I don't know like a dollar or two left and they're then living like kings and treated like royalty that was a joke film it wasn't serious <laughs> don't believe you're gonna live like a king for a thousand dollars I think he expects you to be living somewhere out in the suburbs paying maybe two fifty dollars three three hundred dollars for rent um, shopping at the market not even at the supermarket in the center it must be a market outside and um, yeah cooking all day uh, I presume he means you got a girlfriend to do that for you with his mindset uh, and then maybe yeah maybe you could live for a thousand bucks a month with that if of course you have the girlfriend you're paying for like she's a princess forget it <laughs> if you're falling into that sim frame yeah your thousand bucks won't last much it'll last a few it'll last a, a few hours i'd say all of my emails are like uh, all the emails i get from guys who are watching they just want an ordinary life you know they want to have a nice house a nice wife a bunch of kids and that's it they don't want much more than that. They want to have a good enough life. And this is perfectly legitimate. This is perfectly reasonable to want something like that. To want a house, uh, you know, a, a pretty wife, beautiful children. There's nothing wrong with that. And the fact that young men in the Western democracies cannot get that I find it deeply, deeply troubling, extremely troubling. And frankly, I read these emails and I feel extremely sorry for these guys. And so that's why I'm doing this video, because there are options, is what I'm trying to say. Now, definitely there are options to come here. Obviously, I advocate strongly, but the reality is, and I say this at the end of a lot of my videos, if the kind of guy who cannot get a girl at all in the West, think you're going to hop on a plane and come to Ukraine and you're going to have supermodels waiting for you in the tarmac okay he didn't see supermodels himself in this video but that's not gonna happen you need to sort out yourself first uh, because if you come with that weak frame or you come like 
needy, super needy, because suddenly there are a lot of hot girls and you haven't been hanging around with them or you haven't had options before, also going to be a disaster here. So it's not a silver bullet just hopping on a plane and coming to Ukraine. You need to have invested in yourself, developed yourself, uh, be comfortable with beautiful women. Otherwise, it's just going to be overkill and you're going to be one of those needy foreigners who gets targeted by the scammers 100% because you're not able to behave in the presence of beauty uh, and you don't have the social skills. That's the reality. Now, you can, of course, boost your lifestyle immensely if you have those basic skills already. Then coming here, yeah, you're going to almost certainly do better. Um, but you're going to be starting from not rock bottom, like he says, they can't even find a girl. You know, I watched some other channels of some guys who claim they're incels and they tried that. They tried traveling on the former Soviet Union. They said, give up. It's not going to happen. And I can see that. They don't have the basic skills in the first place. Um, so the chance of happening, pretty remote. There are options. You don't have to be stuck in the Western democracies that are going down the fucking tubes. You don't have to be stuck there. You can leave. The fact of the matter is, I have left. This I agree with. You can definitely leave and come here. But again, you need a plan. That's why I have my Slavic Utopia Secrets Ukraine high-level consultation group. That's what we've been dealing with, all the issues that you will face when you try to move here. Just a huge, you know, well, it was an exclusive group of 10 guys, because I limited it to 10, who are investing their knowledge, obviously, into I'm coaching them and giving my experience having lived in the region for over 10 years. They say we were going through and problem solving all the major issues and pooling uh, all those resources that, you know, some guys have tried this visa, other guys have tried another visa to come here, another way to move here. Uh, what are the pros and cons? What are the huge opportunities? And it just saves, you know, pooling all that knowledge and expertise together just saves huge amount of time and research it or pay for different consultants yourself and an amazing resource. And it's going to continue going on in the, in the future. I'm actually organizing my first annual alumni event uh, next year when the weather gets nice after the winter for us to meet up in person. That's definitely something that you need to get in on. Uh, I might as well tell you now down below there is a link and you go and you press that sign up by email it's free and then in the future you'll get a notification when I open it up for enrollment again. So if you are planning to move to Ukraine or considering it then this is something will be of great value to you. Uh, as a free thank you I'll give you my new checklist five biggest things that you need to think about before moving to ukraine it's down below so that is my reaction to coach red pillar gonzalo liras video why western men should move to ukraine uh, as you see yeah i don't agree with much outside of the main title and definitely getting on a plane if you're unhappy uh, and you already have those basic skills i did have my other boot camp uh, previously Slavic seduction secrets if you're interested obviously in the um, yeah in the dating scene and the biggest mistakes that men make Western men make when they come here and how you can save yourself just a huge amount of time emotions and of course money wasted invested in the wrong kinds of women then that's something to be uh, to focus on developing before you plan to move here that's just not the solution just to get on a plane and come to Ukraine or he said Belarus yeah, Belarus might be a little bit easier, but coming here and thinking, hey, I'm a Westerner, I'm going to show up uh, without being streetwise, without understanding the differences in the culture, you will be targeted by women who know how to manipulate you. 
especially if you're looking to play more of those traditional gender roles because they know how much you crave it, but they also know how weak your frame is if you're coming from the West. Um, when you see beautiful Eastern European women who are very malevolent and want to manipulate you, they will just play on that. They'll say, I'm not feeling your masculine energy. That means take out your credit card and pay for me, simp. So be very careful, but if you have your stuff together, you understand exactly what you should be doing. You keep your, your frame strong, masculine frame. Then, yes, it can be a very successful place to move to. On top of everything else, that's just the dating scene, but obviously moving here, cost of living is going to be a third for you. And everybody loves value, not $1,000 a month. You're not going to be living on that. Uh, if you want to live like a king, definitely not. But if you want to live like a czar, budget a good bit more than that. It's also multiple, but you will definitely live a lifestyle like someone who's an abs making it rain back home for sure. So let me know in the comment section below what you thought of my reaction. Also his video. I'm going to link you obviously the original there if you want to watch it all. And I'm just looking around. I wasn't as disturbed in this video. There are a lot of motorbikes. Um, so it is sunset here. It's actually getting a little bit dark in the, in the park. I'm actually going to go across and think and have a Sunday shisha because I'm actually filming this on a Sunday. You can see there's going to be a little noise from the motorbikes. See you very soon in the next video. Disvedanya, dopobachna, dostrechi. You know, that's a mama. Sar experience.